Beyond the Mic with Sean Dillon. I've been waiting for this one. We're joined on the star line by a father, husband, actor, producer, aspiring director, writer, cook, handyman, and gardener. You've seen him on Resident Evil, Rome, and his skills as an actor are beyond contestation. His latest project is Fisherman's Friends. One and all, we welcome James Pierfoy. You know, I'm really impressed you got beyond contestation into that. (laughs) James, let's go beyond the mic. Quote, success is measured in record sales, not brain cells. Quote, is a quote from your movie. (laughs) Why was this sequel important for you to produce? And starring again. Uh, I guess it was important for me to produce because I wanted to make sure that we weren't just flogging a dead horse. That's why. I wanted to make sure we had a story that had urgency and was and and uh, I had something that we had something to say. I wanted really just wanted to make sure that I was going into something that I believed in. So one of the parts of the new movie. So let me just give your audience an idea of what Fisherman's Friends is. So Fisherman's Friends are not only a throat lozenge, obviously, they are also a band and they're a band of shanty singing lobster fishermen from the southwest of England. Their combined age is 685. Wow. Believe me, these are not youngsters. These are, but they sing beautifully and they sing sea shanties. And if you, those of you, I mean, you know, you're down Texas way, you you should know a little bit about sea shanties. uh, (laughs) Sea shanties were songs made up in the 17th, 18th century that were sung aboard boats, Oftentimes they were they were used as work songs so that you could you know load ships and put sails up that kind of stuff, and they are pretty simple to learn because they're based on a call and return uh, sort of a system where you'll have one person singing and then the rest of the group will sing back to him. About ten years ago, these guys, the fishermen's friends, they would sing in the harbour of their very pretty little village. Uh, down in Cornwall in the southwest of England, and they were seen by an A&R guy from Island Records who had a little bit of a light bulb moment, and he signed them for a total of one million pounds. Yeah, wow. And their album that they then recorded crashed into the UK album charts at number five. And then they just became big and they were all over the place. And now not only have we had one movie about them, we've had a second movie about them, which puts them in pretty august company because the only other band in the world that has had two movies uh, about them is the Beatles. So I'm uh, well familiar with them yeah. as my dad would threaten Fisherman's Friend cough drops on my brothers, my sisters, myself, if we started coughing. And <laughs> they're just, they're strong and they're just, how did the pandemic change the way you look at your craft? Oh, has the pandemic changed the way? Yeah, it just made me realize just how damn lucky we are to be doing it in the first place. Uh, the pandemic was, you know, as you are well aware, we all are well aware, horrific for so many people. But for others, it, it, it that, that was a kind of golden time for me. I live in the countryside in the United Kingdom. So, you know, we had space and we had fields. We could get out. You know, had I been locked up on the 17th floor of a tower block with five kids around me, I would have gone insane. But I, we didn't have that. We were really lucky. So, you know, being able to concentrate on my children and grow vegetables and cook and write and that kind of stuff was a really golden time for me. Um, so, yeah, it is. And it certainly changed our working practices, obviously, because, you know, you 
it's not so much now, but when we were we were shooting a season a series called Pennyworth for HBO during the lockdown, that was you know strange. It's strange acting with actors, and the only time you see them take off their mask is during the take. The film is Fisherman's Friends, one and all, and the talented James Purefoy joins us beyond the mic. <laughs> it's time for the Rocky and Eight James Eight Random Questions. Answer with the first thing that comes to your mind. There is no pressure. James, do you put cream before your jam or vice versa on your scones? No, 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 de- definitely cream before the jam. Now, you've put up your own shoes from Marie Antoinette to help the Small Steps Project. Why is giving back important for you? Because oh, if you don't give back, what's the point of life at all? You have to give back. That's the whole point. You know, they, they say that, you know, uh, a man only becomes a real man when he plants a tree that he will never be able to sit under the shade of that tree. Which do you prefer more, film or stage? Oh, film. Oh, no, stage very, makes you very tense. What's the one thing you love to cook? Uh, I like cooking chicken. <laughs> I like cooking pasta, Italian food. When I was playing, when I was in Rome, I'd go off. When I had days, uh, weeks off, I would go and do Italian cookery courses. Magnificent. I'd recommend it to anyone. Okay, James, going to put you to the test. If you could, would you purchase Yeovaltown and bring them up to fight Wrexham? Oh, no, they'd scare the hell out of me. People have been asking me to put a consortium together to buy Yeovil Town. I mean, Hollywood loves, Hollywood loves soccer now. But uh, the, 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 the very idea of it, do I have time in my life for Yeovil Town? Not in that way. What's the last wine you drank? Oh, the last wine I drank was a really, really lovely bottle of Chateau Palmer. It was quite expensive. We had it the night before last. Delicious. Now, portraying a fisherman in the past two films, do you get seasick? Nope. Really good sea legs. Now, are you a fan of fish fingers or lobster? Oh, I, I, there's time for both, isn't there? It's time for the bad calf with James Purefoy, his latest film, Fisherman's Friends, one and all. James, how is working with the talented Imelda May? Uh, she's just a she's just a dy- just a dynamo and a dynamite and a proper, proper talent. And it's exciting working with somebody like that. You've worked with such amazing actors in your career. Who has made the biggest impact on you? Uh, Heath Ledger was pretty cool. It's time for one big question with James Purefoy beyond the mic. James, you told the story of a man whose life is unraveling. And in the end, you want people to know it's okay not to be okay. Why? Because you have to admit to yourself that there's a problem and otherwise shit sorry otherwise stuff comes out sideways you know and when stuff comes out sideways that's just too random and too dangerous for everybody else around you so in order to get through those moments of trauma in your life you've got to open up and talk in a safe space he always puts his cream before his jam people are pushing him to purchase yeovil town to kind of uh, pressure wrecks him but he's not there yet and he took italian cooking lessons in italy actor dad James Purefoy, thanks for taking the time to talk with us today. Thank you so much, Sean. You have a great day, man. And that, my friends, is a Beyond the Mic Shortcut.